the scene. Get on up, I like a sex machine. Get on up. Sports Get Radio Thomaston. Thomaston. Georgia. Yeah. So, to the good folks in Thomaston. That's that. That's that's uh, where uh, the home office, the Georgia High School Association. That's right. And 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 used to there. be the home of the world's fastest banjo player. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Significant <laughs> information. All right. So uh, let's just uh, and, and good morning, Noel. The three of us were with you this morning in for the uh, the morning shift. Yes. So we want to thank Bo. Want to thank Tiffany. Want to thank Mike. And then later on, we'll be in for Steak and Sandra. Yes. The first hour of what would have been their show. On this President's Day, everything's all discombobulated, but, you know, that's what happens on holidays. <laughs> and we are here. Uh, two things I want to start off this show before we get into sports and other yeah. stuff that's going on around the city. Mm-hmm. I woke up, got out, uh, you know, get my coffee ready to come out, and I always check the weather just so I know what coat to bring. And it literally said flurries on my phone when I was walking out. That there's really? a chance of flurries. No. Yeah. Yeah. Temperature was in the 30s and yeah. flurries. Now, this is out, out on the west side. Okay. If, I, if it was happening, I'd have called you and told you you got about 20 minutes no, <laughs> to that, get that, ready. That, that, that wouldn't have. You know, but yeah. it, that was the first thing that woke me up. Then, as I was coming into the city, I thought of you. Because you have talked about this, and, and, and I see it all the time. But one, once in a while, there are mornings where everything is clear and bright and the trees don't have a lot of leaves on them so you could see the city perfectly. And as I was coming in, I realized that that is the best view coming into Atlanta when you come in from the, well, from the west side. Oh, yeah. And that's why I figure all them folks from Alabama and Louisiana, they don't go back home. Because when you come <laughs> I-20. And you hit that little exit, come over right there, right, right, right by Six Flags. That's what I was just going to say, yeah. Riverside Drive. Right never Six Flags, that, and you look out and you see. Uh, you yeah. have you you actually, I was looking at it this morning, and that's why I said I was thinking of you, because I, I sat, and for a postcard second, out of the periphery of my right eye, you had all the stuff with Six Flags. Yeah. And then you look straight, and the city was lit up in a way, and it was clear, and it, it was spread out. The cityscape was beautiful. So I just wanted to put that out there because, you know, you, you, don't, you don't take a second to stop and admire where you are from time to time. And, you know, folks need to just understand that. And I can understand why people coming in from the north or the south, they don't feel the same way because it doesn't look the same way. But from no. the west, when mm-hmm. you come into the city, that's the special view. It really is, and I, I just want to say that. <laughs> and, and and lastly, the Google building. Well, I could I could talk about two other buildings. One is y'all still need a hundred, couple hundred watt light bulbs at Georgia State. That building there, the, the eye is still blinking. University, so we need some hundred, hundred watt bulbs over there for you folks. Okay. But the Google building this morning, yeah, red, white, and blue. Yeah. The G was red, white, and blue, and then the colors along the building, up and down and sideways and crisscrossing, they were changing. That's the first time I've seen that. Yeah. Normally it's yeah. just one color. Right. Now these were changing. President's right. Day. Another building right here in Midtown, too, the uh, King and Spalding building. It's beautiful, red, white, and blue, lighting up at the very top right by. So, yeah, yeah, the buildings here in downtown are reflecting 
uh, the holiday that we're celebrating today. A lot of folks not going to see it because they're sleeping in. They're sleeping in, <laughs> but but but, but uh, a lot of the buildings, as they as they as they do quite frequently when something occasion comes along that uh, presents an opportunity, I, I our do. buildings like to put on a little show. One of the things that is now gone from our youth in, in growing up, and I think most people's, will always identify this holiday with one thing as far as merchandise. It was always a white sale, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they called it. Got a white sale. Come yeah. on out to Sears. Come out to the, come out to the mall. Get your, get, your, get your bedding. I don't know why that was the case and yep. why they chose President's Day. <laughs> But right, well, well, you know, you had two separate days for the longest time. You too. used that's right. Did you know you had Lincoln Day and Washington Day? You think if we, if we quiz most of the folks, they'd know actually the birthdays? Probably not. I had to think about it for a second. Not anymore. But I, the, I actually but, uh, had to think about it. Yeah. And McKenna is her birthday's the same as uh, Washington's. Okay, so it's twenty second. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I remember that. But <laughs> Lincoln's the sixteenth. So, yeah, you're right. But you know, the linen sale was always on President's Day. Uh, again, Sam McGregor, Sports Radio, 92.9thegame, in for the morning shift. And as we look back on yesterday and what was supposed to be a big day of sports, eh, yeah, you know, Mother Nature yeah. stepped in and reminded everybody who's running the show. <laughs> and so we got, we, got, uh, we got racing at Daytona today. Right. You know, I've, I've thought about many times I'd gone down to Central Florida when the Braves were in Orlando. And how you just made that jump back and forth on yeah, I four right. over to Daytona, back and forth over to Braves camp. Now the Braves are back over toward Tampa. Um, there still be no, there's Sarasota with Sarasota, but well, there's still some probably doing some of that. Mm. Um, it's a longer drive it's now. A, I've done that drive you from know, Sarasota over to, to to jump on a nice little boat and go uh, take off from Daytona. Yeah, it's it you you takes know, you a minute. It, it, it's a longer drive to get over there, but. Uh, yesterday was one of those days where either place, not, not much was happening. No. You know, the Braves pitchers and catchers, everybody was in the cages. You couldn't go out on the field, and nothing was happening over over, over the racetrack. So uh, hopefully today is a better day for everybody. For, you, you, really? You, you had a lot of reporters down there uh, from the local stations who were there for the Braves, uh, Braves spring because they talk about how everybody's just about everybody's there. And how That's right. There, is, yeah, there's no going and getting in shape. Yeah, well, not you just gotta that. you got to stay not, in shape. Well, not just man. that. It, you know, pitchers and catchers one day, rest of the squad another. Everybody's kind of showing up pitchers and catchers. Exactly. Right? You know, so this team is showing you they're on a mission. It's showing you they're clearly on a mission. Um, you know, what happened the way this last season ended, um, you know, doesn't sit well <laughs> with some people that, that, that people are not content. I'm sorry. I just picture you in Sam's, in Sam's world, everybody showed up with an alarm clock in their hand. <laughs> they got to camp, and we're going to turn them on for October. <laughs> but see, we set them, man. You set your alarm clocks. For the bats, so the bats don't go to sleep in October. That's what it's, you know, <laughs> that's just a funny. It's better to be awake for the whole season. The well, Sam said we need to bring some alarm clocks for October. <laughs> it's like the it's like when Falcons camp starts. You got all these all these guys showing up with brand new little you know like forty two inch uh, flat screens yep. for their room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you know you want something you that, that's that's a sense of urgency. So they seem to be starting the season that way, in the right. preseason that way. They're approaching it that, and they, they get set. They, start, they play their first games um, this Saturday. First, first, uh, first. So we got that game. going on. And and by the way, we talked about this yesterday. There is nothing worse than traveling to Florida and having bad weather. Oh man! Because unless you're going down there to work, you know, or you're sent there to work, you're going there for one thing. It's relaxation. You go into the beaches. That's what Florida's there for, right? Amusement parks or whatever, you know. And yeah. when it was nasty weather. It's just, y'all won't be there. 
It's like wet socks down there, man. When it's raining and just, it just, yeah, yeah. Ah. That's just my thought on it. Uh. And you got to drive back through Tifton. See, you ain't going to say that when I guessed yesterday morning. I, I, we, no, I did. I saved we, that for today. We, 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 you saved that. We had, we, we had had Travis Williams all yesterday, and he talked about the HBCU All-Star game. He is a proud native of Tifton, and we talked about that a little bit. 211 to 186. We're going to get into this more in the next segment. Yeah, that was fun. I was kidding. Dude. Listen, I had, I got, I had one of those nights where it was a family thing, and I had to go down and, and hang out with some folks. There was a little – Get together. We had dinner at one of the neighbors' houses. Yeah, and and they scheduled us, of course, when I had to watch the All Star game. Yikes! But that's all right, though. It worked out great. Shout out to uh, to Vince and, and Phil uh, and Leah and well, Tracy was there too. And 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 now I can't remember Phil's lady friend. <laughs> it was there. It was another person that was there, and 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 she couldn't have been. She worked in the same building that I worked in. Okay. I had never met this woman before in life, and we both worked in the Glass Triangle building there in Claremont. Okay. And talked about hanging up on the top of that building when the 4th of July would come. You could see the fireworks. The top mm. of the Glass Triangle building, you could see fireworks from all the locations around the city. It was beautiful. But anyway, because of that, I didn't get a chance to see the All-Star game from top to bottom. But I'll tell you what I did see. I, you know, I taped it, obviously. They did a lot of nice features leading up to it. Yeah, a lot of nice. Well, like features. I said, that's always great. The lead up is always it was oh wonderful. Is is always great stuff. Great, great, great entertainment information. The interviews, uh, the all time greats that they catch up with to do interviews. I mean, all that, all that is fantastic. I didn't know about the stand. Did you know about the stand? What happened at the first All Star game? No, we're gonna talk about that next segment. They did a really nice feature on that. Uh, folks wasn't gonna play. They were not gonna play that, and they chronicled it, and they talked to the guys who were still with us, which, by the way, were only three, Whoa. that were in that game. Okay. And we got to see our, our, our your friend. I can't call him a friend. I only met him like once or twice. I ain't seen Lenny Wilkins in a minute. Yeah. And Lenny was in that game, and, and they had Lenny in this, this uh, segment. It was cool. We'll talk about it coming up here at uh, 620. By the way, let me run down what we got going on here. Sam and I, again, in for the morning shift. Thank you for letting us be a part of your President's Day morning. Going to talk about the All-Star game and the stuff surrounding it. Uh, coming up here. Going to get into some NASCAR. We talked about the weather in Florida. Hopefully we will get race day today. But Ben Moore yeah. is going to join us coming up in the 7 o'clock hour from uh, Panther Talk. Yeah. And this is your wheelhouse, Mr. Crenshaw. We're going we gonna to get into what's going on over there at Georgia State. and A little bit about, may... little about the coaches search and whatnot. Just just some, some thoughts about what uh, the type of candidate might be a good fit for Georgia State at this stage. Okay. I mean, you know, with Sean Elliott leaving suddenly last week. Okay. I'm sure Ben will have thoughts on other things, you know, as far as basketball. But we're going to talk to him coming up at 720. Noel's World again. Yesterday was great. Can't wait to hear what she got to talk about today. Yep. So that's coming up at 740. Tim Scarborough, we're going to listen. He, he joined us yesterday, but we're going to revisit uh, some of the things that he said because we're going to talk a little college basketball. We're getting ready for, like I said, obviously we got uh, NBA action. But college basketball, we've not dipped our toe into it with any substance until now because it's football's over with let's start talking college basketball here mid-february toward the end of february as we get ready for march madness so we will be talking about that terrell thomas these urban times he will join us and speaking of terrell terrell is um he's responsible for providing the talent for our first new segment in a while i'm trying to figure out how to word that but basically it's called they got next (laughs) and we are uh 
We're giving a platform to kids, 13 and under, who want to get out here and get into this business. Mm-hmm. Come up with a minute, minute and a half sports report. And we started it three weeks ago, and Terrell's daughter was the first one. And since she has been on our show, I'm not saying because she was on our show, but since she has been on our show, she has been credentialed. She is official, right? Official. So um, we're going to replay Olivia Johnson. She was our second contestant, and she's also the daughter of Bo Johnson, uh, Andy and Randy's producer, and you've heard Bo on here doing a number of fantasy shows. And so we're going to hear Olivia's coming up. And also, Brandon Hutchinson. This is race week here in Atlanta. I know we got Daytona over with yet, but everybody's gearing <laughs> up for Atlanta Motor Speedway next weekend. And so we're going to talk to Brandon coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. But Sam and I are just getting started on this President's Day morning. 19th day of February. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey. <laughs> Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The It is Sam and Greg on this Monday morning. It's President's Day. We're in for the morning shift. And we are not the first guest on Late Night. We threw that out there because everything was all about Indianapolis yesterday, right? Right. They actually did a segment with Letterman, which okay. is kind of cool. They, you know, they had Reggie Miller talk to him. I had forgotten, uh, thank you, Noel, for getting that on there, that Reggie Miller had a TV show. For like a minute and a half. Did you know that? <laughs> Did you remember that? Oh. It was like around the Arsenio time. You know, some I, I forgot when it was or how long he did. a magic show. He had a TV show, and they talked about it <laughs> when he was interviewed with Letterman yesterday. Okay. You know, he you know, 18 years, he was with the Pacers and, you know, talked about how many times he had went on late night. And, you know, Letterman loved him, obviously, because he played for his hometown team and right. so on and so forth. But, you know. Reggie's like, yeah, and I, and I tried to do what you did. And they showed a picture of him in them big suits from the 90s, and he was trying to get it done. I, I barely remembered that. But anyway, it was it was a really sort of cringy kind of situation at the end. That's what I thought because what – uh-oh, wait a minute. What do we got here? We got some triple train traffic, Upper River uh, side uh, road. We got there. a bunch of police. Oh, okay. Yep. Check your check – your, It's up in – Whatever you got. Before you, Clayton County. Get out there on the roads. Yeah. Um, I forgot my train of thought there. Yeah. I was looking up you, here at the traffic. You, you, I shouldn't have done that, right? Have done I that broke. I broke it. the fourth wall and should not have <laughs> done. Should not have done that. Oh. Uh, it was. It was something that this this game set out to be different than last year, the All Star game, right? That's right. Wasn't going to be like Salt Lake City. Yeah. And next thing you know, yeah. they got five hundred points on the board. Oh my goodness. And Adam Silver looked like somebody stole his tax return Yeah, when he had to get out there. Now, it was at that point I wish David Stern was still with us because <laughs> he would have he blatantly let you know how disappointed he was in, in the no-defense All-Star game again. Yeah. But yeah. this was – not only was it that, though, Sam, then you gave out the MVP award and, the audi- and, and everybody booed Damian Lillard. Because they wanted Halliburton to win it. He got out there and made like 15 points in like 30 seconds, or literally a minute, yeah. minute and a half. He just hoisted up a bunch of threes early on and, and continued to put up points. And, and he had told people he was going for the MVP. The MVP, yeah. But Damien got it. And not only were people feeling a certain kind of way about the amount of points in the slam dunk um, show that they saw, uh, the wrong MVP got the award in their minds. So, yeah, like I said, it was kind of cringy. 
yeah. toward the end. And, and, you know, and, you know, and you watch the game. And of course, a lot of us were watching to see how how much run Trey was going to get. Trey got what what fourteen minutes. Yeah, well, I think they you got the replay of the night though. They wanted to make sure. Yeah, <laughs> what, what, that, that, that was that was great, wasn't it? Nutmeg. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> right, old Kevin Durant. Now the question is, and Noel was gonna, because I haven't looked. I'll, they are gonna play him. Oh, you got you're, you're giving me this for something else. You got to talk to me in my ear, man. Uh, no, <laughs> see, we're working on hey, these hey, signals. Noel. Hey, Noel. Hey. Hey. <laughs> see, I, I I don't know what that means. Other than everything's going good. Good President's Day, Atlanta. <laughs> See, in my head, I thought you was going to ask me a question I knew the answer to, and then you didn't. So that's Ooh. that's on me. You, that's on me. No, no. She reminds me of Larisha at some point. <laughs> oh, Larisha used to do this. Larisha used to do this thing. We go. He's my husband in my head, and she'd have this whole other show going on. Yeah, right. Whole thing. <laughs> right? She, well, you, you but she would come over, and we love we love us some Larisha. We miss her. But when you said that, you reminded me of her. We were talking about um, the game last night, and and Trey and what he did to KD. I couldn't remember off the top of my head. Do we play Phoenix again? Mm. I think we're done with them. We're done with them. I think we're done. Well, oh, I think that's why he made that move. Because that would be something that would come back if they got if they got to see him again. He might yeah, remember yeah, for next year. Yeah, 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 I think we're done with him. Only played 14 minutes. Only played 14 minutes. Seven assists, uh, five points, and uh, yeah, I don't know why he got so few minutes. Get, didn't get much run time, but uh, you know, he represented himself and the city very well this weekend. He did. It was a presence in all the competitions that he entered, and like I said, he got one of the top replays of the night. Yeah, he did. So he had, I, he had a nice assist yeah. to Giannis. He had a nice long, long pass to Giannis uh, in the game, which 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 was which was great. But um, you know, you, you you look at this game and you say, okay, what about what's the future? Because this younger wave of uh, talent that was coming up, you know, these guys are talking about we're gonna make make this game interesting. We're gonna mm-hmm. make this game competitive, and that's not what we saw. No, we didn't at all last night. You know, it would listen. The question is, because of the way he played and the way he looked and everything like that, do you think he achieved what, you know, the quiet thing we can't say out loud? Did he Did he do some negotiate, meaning Trey? Did he talk well, to some people? That's a different you, thing. You that's, that's, that stuff you probably wouldn't see. That's, that's what that's I mean. probably stuff doing practices and, and things just, like that, you know? I'm, I'm just saying, do you, do you hope that he – let me rephrase you, that. We, do you hope that he we, did we some networking did. We hope that he in did. a positive way to bring some folks or at least have some managers consider, come have some meetings in Atlanta. Yeah, and then, and take them to where they can get some really nice homes and you know play schools for the kids and all of that stuff. Sell this city. Yeah, because we've seen that done before. Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game ninety two dot com. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry, my bad. I, I guess they figured there was so much Atlanta last weekend, last Sunday. So it's <laughs> yeah, we cut back on the Atlanta, right? Atlanta, it was just, just Atlanta all over the place last Sunday night. So. Uh, this Sunday night, Trey gets you know fourteen minutes. Noel, what did you did you have? It, well, first of all, did you have a chance to see any of the game? I saw bits and pieces of it. Um, the score was I was mostly score watching, but as it kept going up, up and up, yeah. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Um, I was surprised at the the score, the, how large the score discrepancy was between the two conferences, whether more more so than the amount of scores that each of the amount of points each of them scored individually. I was like, wow. Two hundred and something to like one eighty something. That, that's kind of one eighty six. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, because yeah. there's no defense. Yeah. So how do you fix that? How I do don't you think f- you can. Well, no, you fix that because that's you know what it's it's an, it's a little bit of a showing of what you see every night in the league. Point taken. You know, it's just running through the league, and so and you want you want to show the league at its best in this All Star game, but we saw the reality of where the league is 
you know, it's funny in the way this game was played. We were talking about Kenny Smith and, and, and Reggie Miller. They called some of the um, events beforehand, obviously slam dunk, three-point contest. And one of the things I remember, as you were saying that, they were critiquing one of the dunks. And it was an amazing – like, I'm sure this person practiced, and I'm not going to say the name of the person. It doesn't really matter. But Kenny Smith said, oh, that's an in-game dunk. Like, he just blew it off. Like, we can see that in the game. And the dude did, like, almost a 360 and jumped over something and, and, and spun around. And it's gotten to the point, as you just said, that some of this stuff that we only saw in slam dunk contests are now being incorporated into their play in the games. Yeah, because so you have a lot of these blowouts. Yeah. And then, like, or you'll get the um, the player that sprints down the court and the turnover, and you just lob it down the court. So now we are 360 and in the air and just because you have the space to do it. Why is that? I mean, this is my theory. We live in a content-driven world. Yeah. So everybody's and, and I think that's why the league content. is so offense-driven. So here's so then, by extension, what happens? Does the NBA have to do what the NFL did when it comes to Pro Bowls? Because nobody was playing in that Pro Bowl. We saw that. They say, snap, and the guys just stand up and push each other. It wasn't even a flag football-level game. So they just said enough of this, and they have what they have now. Mm-hmm. Okay? Is the NBA going to have to do that? Or, so. or a form thereof. If these guys ain't going to play defense, it's no longer a showcase for the players. So if you want to show their skills and do like we see on Saturday night, all right, cool. I'm just saying, is, is it gotten to that point? If, if last night was frustrating from a game standpoint as a viewer, how long does this continue? How long does – listen, you got the commissioner upset. Now, I realize there's all kinds of conversations about people getting hurt and, and the union okay in this and that and all that. I'm just asking if that bothered you last night and last year with Salt Lake City, let's start thinking progressively. How do we keep that audience? Is this enough to keep millennia, uh, Gen Zers and, and, and who's ever next? Okay, great question because in that regard, we have to figure out what, who – they got next, right? So the next right. generation, millennials and Z and Alpha, we have to figure out what they want. Do right. they want more defense or do they want to see more spectacular offense in these all-star games? Do you want to see more ridiculous alley-oops? Do you want to see more through-the-leg, no-look passes? Do you want Do you want to see 100% explosive offense at the, at the expense of defense or do they actually want defense if we're looking towards the future? I think it's a lot of 90s basketball fans that's actually complaining about the lack of defense. Okay. Again, I, me, one way or the other, I don't care. I, I don't but either. I know but that I'm just saying, if we're looking towards the future. there's conversation about that. Yeah, right. There's conversation about the way it's presently being done. And so as I sit here as a fan, I'm wondering, well, what are they going to do? Right. How can they tweak it? What you, you know, are you going to have, you know, like this, they have the um, rookie and sophomore year uh, game. Mm-hmm. And, the rising know, stars. Exactly, and the, whatever right. they call it now. So I'm saying, we're we going to have to come down to something like that. They tried it where it was East versus West. Then they changed it where they had the two guys who were the captains, and they picked the teams. Well, it, it all it, comes down to personal want to. What can can you make these players that pretty much have everything they want? Can you make them want to do this? Yeah, in a player driven league. Right. Yeah, can right. you make them want to actually go out there and give that kind of? De- I mean, because to our earlier point, the league's kind of not giving that defensive effort on a daily night, so right. uh, on a nightly basis. So to ask for it in an All Star game means you want to retool the entire way we really play basketball at this point. I think that what you're saying is true to a point because we do see it kick in 
right around May. Yeah, when, okay. when it starts getting serious. And, and then what happens in, in past All-Star games before the Salt Lake City one? They would start getting busy in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm, yeah. And usually there was some kind of money attached to it. Well, now the money's so astronomical that they get regularly, you know, another extra couple hundred thousand dollars is, you know, these are conversations our grandparents never had. Yeah, I don't really need that hundred grand. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm all right. I can sit on the bench for this. So I, I'm, I'm, again, just kind of asking. Yeah. What could possibly happen? Who could they use to keep our interest? Well, it seemed, you know? like, well, it seemed like the winner this weekend was, was Saturday night. And I think people mm-hmm. love the three-point shoot. And I think they love this, the, um, the, um, the battle of the sexes there with Steph and Sabrina. But I, I want to ask you guys about this because there were some comments made about that that caused some people to, uh, to react. And some people are still reacting. I think uh, Kenny Smith and Reggie Miller got into a little verbal spar about it. Um, should she have been using the men's basketball? Right. You know, she was shooting from the men's stripe. And that's I mean, what she I mean, practices on. You know what I mean? If she she wanted to request the women's stripe, maybe that would have been a deal, but she shot from the men's stripe. Right. The ball she used, that make a difference to you? I don't, you know, it, when it was said, I didn't know that, that there was actually that much of a difference in the size of the ball. Yeah, there is. I know that there's there's a there's a grip difference. No, there's, uh, it's, it's, it's But it's the size, size you're talking size about. I mean, I, I knew, like I said, I knew that about the grip, but I didn't know there was a size thing. Why... I don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, if you're on the air and you're broadcasting something that's that's, and everybody's look, everybody's looking for something to add some extra excitement and something unique to the All Star Weekend because so much has happened that we've seen before. Right. So here's something we haven't seen before, and it came off looking really good. So why? It looks great, and know, they're going to tweak it for next year. So if everybody's complaining about the ball size, we I don't think the ball. I don't think those ladies would care one way or the other. I think they would take the best. Look at, they have not grown up practicing with. This specific kind of ball, they bought a ball like everybody else to go over to the to, 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 uh, academy well, sports so. and you get a basketball. I, 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 I think now girls who play in girls leagues play play, play with the girl ball. I you know I, I you know I I think that's that's happened long enough and it's been established long enough, especially with they the may travel play. Ball I gar- I I would think that they practice though, just like Sabrina says. I practice from the men's three point line. Yeah, I don't practice, practice from the women's. But she ain't practicing with the men's ball. ball. I ain't even talking about the ball. I'm saying they yeah. do that. And so when they're not in the actual practice and organized practice with their teams, I think when they're out themselves practicing, I would think that they would use just a regular ball. I don't know. This is all very you know stuff we're learning. But next year. This thing's going to be tweaked in a way that it's going to be really fun. Just like our They Got Next segment, it's getting better with every week. Yeah. They are going to have this conversation about three WNBA players against three NBA players. You want to do it that, that way? I'm saying this is what's been, been talked about. My as far as a shooting contest, that's how the, well, that's how they start off here. Yeah. Right? I don't make it a team. I mean, it's, it's one-on-one. I think people like, like the one-on-one. I like, like the way it came off. Uh, Brittany Donaldson who's an assistant with the Hawks, took to social media and said, Brittany hitting the exact score that Dame won with, losing to Steph in immediate commentary being, well, she should have shot from the from the women's line, pretty much sums up our experience, uh, if you all are wondering. And so, you know, she's, you know, going off, why even try to poo-poo something or look, search for something? Yeah, yeah. It seems like, you know, I think the crowd enjoyed You're it. You're talking about Kenny Smith do, when yeah. he was saying – that, you know why, that, why, that why, why, why even why even look for that 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 event that that segment uh, is the only that's that's the most we hear from Kenny Smith that whole weekend. That's like because everything else when the four of them are together it's Ernie Charles and Shaq for yeah. the most part and Kenny dips in he's kind of like Larry from the Three Stooges 
That's why I look at him. He doesn't really do a whole lot, but it wouldn't be right if he wasn't there. <laughs> that's, but that's that when him and Reggie Miller do that, that's the most you hear from Kenny. So as you said, maybe he is just kind of filling with hyperbole. I don't know. But I think next year is going to be really special. And everybody kept saying, and then I, I don't know if it was Reggie or I think it was Reggie Miller, they were assuming that Caitlin's going to be there, right? And then Reggie went, well, hang on a second. She got one more year of eligibility. She might stay. Then what? So that was the first time I had heard that. I was like, well, hang on. She's coming out. And they go, nope, she got one more year. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I think don't think so did. either. Yeah. Anyway, again, in for the uh, morning shift, it is Sam and Greg. We're going to talk NASCAR up next. Hopefully, keep your fingers crossed. Mother Nature is out of Daytona, and we get ourselves something special today at 4 o'clock. It is Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Have you heard the story of the hot rod race with the Fords and Lincolns was set in the pace? That story is true, I'm here to say. I was driving that Model A. Sports Radio, 9290 Game, 9290 Little Commander Cody in the Lost Planet area here on Star Hot Rod Lincoln. We sit here and get ready to talk about Daytona 500 and some NASCAR. How you doing, Sam? Doing great, Greg, in for the morning show. Thank you, Noel. Absolutely. Absolutely. Looking at me going, every once in a while I go back to music DJ. And it's briefly. Yes, happens. Believe to do that. me, it is brief. <laughs> very, very just, brief. Just drop back into it. I feel like I should be reading something because we're doing the morning. We're doing the morning shift. We're in for Bo. We're in for Tim. Right. We're in for Mike. And these guys are always, you know, reading they're something. reading something because they get all that stuff. Oh, stuff. The morning show. You know, they, okay. They, they, okay. You know, they got a lot of obligations. They, you know, people are heading in work. They got, you know, advertisers and things. And so I feel like I should be reading something. Okay, we'll, we'll read something. All right, hang on a second here. What, what, what are you waiting on? All right, here. I don't All know right. if this I'm supposed to, but I'm reading it anyway. Go ahead. Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. hour here. The 3 o'clock hour is brought to you by Status Truck and Trailer Repair, driven by excellence, building successful partnerships. There we go. Did I say that right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sound good to me. Yeah. That's for, that's for Dukes and Bell, obviously. Yeah, everybody's happy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, hey, Greg, Dr. We like Clarkson. to keep folks happy so they invite us back. Exactly. But not four in a row. I'm done with these three. <laughs> I got a, there's a nap waiting for me. So I'm, I got to leave here and do an audition. Really? Yeah. Woo. So I got you know that. You got to get focused somewhere else. And you got to get focused. I. Yeah. You, you take a deep breath. Would you, you before you? What 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 are your things that you? Yeah. Do? Sometimes I make sure. Close I, your eyes and visualize. No, I don't do that. You don't do okay. I make sure my zippers up and I make sure my tie is straight. Okay. I, I could I could go other places with that, but I, but you know, I, 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 won't pre- Listen, I won't do that. I won't do that. Only friends will tell don't you. Say, don't do, you before you leave home, make yeah, exactly. Okay, make sure that's that's taken care of. Make sure there's <laughs> there's no strangers hanging out of your oh, ear hey. or other places because you know. So you asked me. I'm yep. telling you. All right. All right. That you know. <laughs> All this because you don't have anything to read. No, nah, that's right. Where, where, who? And, Four zero four seven seven two six zero nine two nine again. Four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. That is the number for you folks to call yep. us if you have anything on your chest. Wait, wait, who you got in the race today? That's who who you have in the race today? If you're watching today, you're gonna be in. A, you got to wait a while because it won't start till four o'clock. You got well. You, we got Infinity right. You got the Xfinity Series Xfinity, race that comes up with Jesse Love and Austin Hill on the front row for that race. Uh, that's going to come around eleven o'clock today. That will be televised on FS1. And then Fox Network, just as yesterday, will be carrying, you know, 
And this, to me, this drives the poor folks over at Channel 5 crazy because they're ready to do the news usually that time of day. Oh, you used to love doing that, right? When, you know, you, especially with baseball and your buddy Bob Costas. You know, that's just <laughs> it. But that's just it, though. I mean, I, I, and I don't know, and I'm not handling that business or whatnot, will they still put that newscast still virtually online? So you can still go online if you want to get the news, if you don't want to watch mm, basketball. Okay. Back, back in the day, we didn't have that. But you know that they they we have that capability. You have different now. options now. We have that capability. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they, 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 they could still. You it know, will be someplace. It will be. It'll be there for you to for you to receive your I guess your regular information that time of day. That's what a lot of people like to do. But um, but uh, but there will be NASCAR later on today, and well, they will be at Daytona. We had Adam Alexander join us on Saturday, uh, talking about the possibility of there being some rain. Anyway, lots of questions about how things are different. When it, when it comes to situations like this, now obviously they're not going to be, you know, this is not a Formula One road race where they're not going to be actually driving where it's wet. So they're going to dry the track off before they start this thing. But I was curious about these kinds of conditions when this happens and Adam's response to, to this as far as the top drivers when it comes to, well, weather affecting races. I would say that it really doesn't change on a weekend like this because you have to be completely – in the dry, and, and while the track may be green, everyone's going to face the, the same set of circumstances when it comes to tire wear and, and all of that. Where you could get into that is at a road course because you are going to race in the rain. And if you have someone who has a history of racing in the rain or maybe more of a road course expert type thing, they may have an advantage just because of their experience in those conditions and under those circumstances. But when it comes to Daytona, you know, maybe once you get in race, if there's a threat of weather and you manage your strategy around that and one team has got more of an open book when it comes to rolling the dice or making a gamble, maybe they're not running full-time for points, and so they have a different agenda than those that are going for the championship, and so they could do something out of the box that could turn their way and open the door for an upset win. But for the most part, when it comes to Daytona, unless we're in race and the weather impacts the event and there's a strategy call in and around that, Everyone's pretty much on a level playing field. Okay, Adam yeah, Alexander, yeah. FS1. I, I, I agree with that. I mean, it, you you've gone out and you've, you know, it's not like when they came back from 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 uh, from COVID time and they didn't do any testing, didn't do any practice on the track at all. They just unloaded the car. Here, y'all go out there and race. Uh, this has been different. You've been there for a few days. You've had some practice laps. You've had the the, the qualifying run last week. You've had the dual races. So you've actually. Uh, drafted you you felt all those type things with the car the track is green as he said when you wash everything wash all the build-up rubber and everything from the other races all that has been washed away by the rain so it's you know everybody's on kind of equal playing field it's up to your crew it's up to your crew who can get in there and make the adjustments from that car what made that car go good when the when the conditions were warm or early last week when you got there and now things are a little different whoever makes those adjustments best that's really who's going to do. It. I mean, you got drivers who can who can drive through it, right? You know, right. even even what as they make the adjustments, but whoever can make those adjustments quicker, you know, your crew will give it give that uh, driver a better opportunity. You know what I don't know, and I never really thought about this. When the first drop of rain comes down, do they stop the race, or how much rain will they allow to fall before they stop the race? So again, I I never really knew that the weather. You know, obviously there's somebody watching the radar and they think, they think it's coming. So if they think it's coming, we're going to stop this thing before it gets here. Or do they have it where sometimes uh, one or two will slip through here and, you know, they'll, then they'll stop it. Well, it happened at a track like Daytona 
or, or Talladega that's so long, it'll be raining in one part of the track and not the other. You know what? You ain't lying. I actually you know what I mean? Yeah, right, you're right. right. And so they're saying, that what's happening down in turn four? They got some rain. <laughs> well, we're all fine down here. Look, look at the TV. What y'all got umbrellas out for over there? Right. You know what I mean? The, that's the, for right. People, yeah. who haven't been, people who haven't been, those two tracks are so expansive and, and so so large. You can have rain in one part of, of, your, of, your, of your track and not at the other. So I think you basically monitor that and you watch and see if it looks like it's going to be continuous. You're not driving with tires, you know, suited for that. He mentioned the fact, Adam mentioned the fact that for road race courses, as in your hometown last year, it was yeah. the streets were flooded, but they still got out there and ran that race. Yeah, they did. And the drivers enjoyed it. They loved it. Everybody but loved it. Road, they, yeah. they can't wait to get back to, to Chicago uh, uh, for that race again this year. But uh, for road races, yeah, you're going to put that wiper blade on there and put them rain tires on and keep on going. Yo. Which, I got to go get me some wiper. <laughs> I, I was thinking about that yesterday. I need to go get some new socks and I go to white and I need some windshield wipers. Windshield that's, wipers. A trip, that's a trip to Costco or Walmart. There you go. There the you two. go. There you go. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. In for the morning shift. You said something What's that, that uh, reminds me of my mother. Hmm. Um, hmm. And you've done it before, and Uh-oh. I think I've brought it up before when oh, you no. talk about the rain. And one of the er, two things that will, you know, how you remember stuff from your parents. They say something yeah. to you. They say a lot of things to you. Most of it goes in one ear and out the other as yeah, kids, but, right? But certain things stick. They stick. And these are two things um, that has stuck with me. I remember asking her, well, first of all, she told me once about when she was growing up, you know, I'd ask her what it was like. And, and my grandmother lived with us for a period of time. And so my grandmother worked as a domestic for various families. I mean, going when my mother was born, she was working for a family in Nebraska, of all places. Wow. And then worked her way, worked their way uh, east. Anyway, they spent a lot of time in Louisiana. And so she was telling me about her time in Louisiana. Didn't say like New Orleans or Baton Rouge, didn't, not a big city, but they were working, living in Louisiana. And I'll never forget her telling me about this part of, of the state where she lived, where it would rain on one side of the street and the other side would be dry. She said, baby, we could go. It would be on one side of the street, and I'd look at the neighbors, and, and Miss Johnson would be over there waving at me, and she'd be dry as a bone. And I never, that just never registered with me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That, that was one thing, and I remember one of those little kid questions I asked her once, how old is God? You know what I mean? Yeah. And she, her, you know what her answer? Immediately. Her, He's always been. Yeah. Oh, how about that? And now think, yeah. have that roll around yeah. in your head when yeah. you're four or five. Yeah, yeah. So the, yeah. when you said that, you reminded me of the, he's always been, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I will never, ever forget that. And then raining on one side of the street and not with the other. Well, Again, hope, hopefully it's all gone in Daytona today. We got Joey Logano and Michael McDowell on the front row. You got Forts on the front row. Got Toyotas on row two, Tyler Reddick and Christopher Bell. Uh, and our home folks, Chase Elliott, is on row three. Um, uh, right beside Austin Cindric. So we'll see. Denny Hamlin is back there in the next one. We watch for him. He's won this race before. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see some of the people that we want to watch. Some of the folks qualified back a little ways today. But you know what? This is one of those races where you can jump out there early and lead some laps. And, and then, you know, some folks like to lag toward the back because they want to avoid that big wreck. They, they, they know at some point the people who are running positions from like eight, back to like, you know, 19 or 20, they're up there just pushing hard and they're drafting and it's side by side and they're three wide and somebody's going to get out of line up there, get a little tap. And <laughs> at that speed on that track, 
You just need to tap somebody on the back bumper the wrong way. That's it. And, and all of a sudden, 15 cars are going to the garage, you know. Yeah. So you got some people who have a strategy. Either you're going to be way out in front of the nonsense or you're going to hang back in the back and hopefully you can avoid it and be around for the end. Because some we've seen this race some years, and in the end, we have about 12 cars left out there. You know, yeah. they get they get through get through smashing them up. So we'll see how some people are wondering. If you're wondering, Bubba Wallace is 24th. Uh, right by Jimmy Johnson, who's 23rd in the starting order. But you got some guys back in the back who you got Martin Truex Jr., who's uh, 27 in the 27th spot. Kyle Busch in the 34th spot. Ricky Stanhouse Jr., who won last year down there, he's starting in the 35th spot. So, you know, I don't think it matters that much where you start with this race. It's how you manage your car and give yourself a chance to be around at the end, and we'll see who does that today. And, and enjoy the race, and as soon as it is over with, get your mind right, boy, and get ready for next weekend at Am Better Health 400 at Atlanta Motor Speedway. We, I saw Cool Hand Luke yesterday. Uh, so, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm doing his voice. <laughs> what, what we have here is a failure, failure to communicate. To communicate. <laughs> Beautiful movie. Anyway, yeah, we will have uh, Brandon Hutchinson on coming up at 920. So, again, get ready. Season starts today, hopefully 4 o'clock uh, with Daytona 500. But then we are all getting ready for a race weekend here in Atlanta. And we are going to be talking about that throughout the rest of the show. And, of course, Brandon, again, coming up 9 o'clock hour. Hitting into the 7 o'clock hour, Mr. Crenshaw is going to let you know what's coming up and what's going on locally. That's what we do around here. In for the morning shift, it is Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com.